Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Number two, and then we send you off to the great beyond for a 4th of July weekend. Thanks for spending a little time with us, boys and girls. It is Tutel and Nuanas on ESPN Radio, on SWX Montana Television, on YouTube, all of these various places. It's great to be with you. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, and celebrating their 30th birthday. That's right, 30 years they've been in business. So all month to celebrate, they're offering up to 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle. That includes Husqvarna and Beta dirt bikes, as well as Crest Pontoon Bones as well. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris in Missoula and Sealy all month for Kurtz 30-year anniversary sale. Uh, if you would like to listen, maybe you're out of market, maybe you're leaving the city of Missoula, but you can't get enough of us, which would be about par for the course, 1029ESPN.com. You listen to the stream, and you can get us wherever you go through the power of the Internet. The stream available thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. We got a lot to get to here in this hour. Uh, the uh, Osprey, we're going to talk about them a little bit. They are in the rubber match tonight against uh, the Idaho Falls Chuckers. We are also going to talk about the 4th of July a little bit. What are you doing? What do you like? What do you not like? And also, uh, as I mentioned off the top, a great uh, tragedy, great American uh, 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 tragedy. I don't know another word to use. 
befell us uh, yesterday, uh, overnight, in fact, coming into today. 45,000 barrels of aging bourbon burned up in a warehouse fire in Kentucky. I will... I just don't know if I have it in me to talk about this right now. I need to build up. So just let's go to the Osprey, and we'll work up to that point in a little bit. So you're getting done with this drench class, right, down at Sweat Cycle. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I've been doing this. For, there's a clock right here. So you're like, okay, it's, it's 42 minutes in. There's only 45-minute class. i got three minutes left. This is great. Yeah. You know, we're, the, the torture's almost over. I've been doing all these side planks and plank push-ups and all this crazy movements I've never done before, and you know, core is just screaming, and you're just getting whipped by all these tiny little women. So you're just like, I got to man up. You got to do this thing. And then Allie rolls out this semi truck sized tire in the middle of the room. Says, "Okay, we got to flip it down and back." Well, who? Coulter? Who else is flipping this thing? Okay. <laughs> No, everybody's got to flip it. Everybody else has got to do either a plank or a wall sit the whole time for the duration of everybody else in the class doing it. So I got to sit there and do a wall sit for by eight full minutes while the other eight people in the class do it. And then I'm last. So I got to go flip this thing all the way down the track, all and the way back. And, and as the last person, everybody's just glaring. Oh, just wanting you to do it. Just and finish. And, oh. and, and, you know, we're talking about a whole bunch of really fit people. And then my offensive lineman <laughs> self... And they're like, well, this guy better be able to just throw this thing down the whole track. Like, because if we're just screaming through this thing, what? Ah, man. Regardless, great work. I told him I'd mention it again just because we're on a short week, but I uh, appreciate them being a part of the show. I don't mean to intimidate people into going because it actually is a great feeling of fulfillment when you get done with these workouts because they are incredibly challenging, but you can do it. Can. And when you're done, you feel great. Well, I'll tell you what. I, uh, as I said, I went to the gym today, was there for about an hour. Got about a tenth of the work that you got in. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's that's it's, the, it's that's crazy. The point. You it's go crazy in, you though. Knock like, it out, you feel great. Makes your back great of makes your back feel better. Makes the coffee work better. Yes. Everything. Right. Right. You know. Right. Uh, okay, Missoula Osprey. Uh, the Idaho Falls Chuckers are one of the great anomalies I have seen in the Pioneer League. I I, I know nothing about the, them. I don't know why they're tearing it up like they are. But last night the Osprey won two to one which was Idaho Falls' only second loss this season in 15 games. Now, winning 13 out of 15 games at any level of baseball, seriously, any level of baseball, major little league boys all the way through the minor leagues and the major leagues is unbelievable. It's it's a phenomenal run. Yeah. And the fact that they are doing this in high rookie league, minor league baseball, is it's, 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 a, it's a crazy anomaly because, because it's so much more... Uh, uh, roller coaster. Developmental based. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Pioneer League standings over the last 10 years, everybody's 500 because everybody's 500. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to play everybody and develop everybody. And you might be two, three, four games over 500 each year if you're the champion, but that's about it. And so to get off to a 13 and two start is pretty crazy. You wonder if they are a stacked team and they're going to move some guys up now that they're kind of inching towards the mid part of the year. Or what the deal is, but regardless, it was a big win for the O's last night, and it's funny because the O's have kind of just been win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. And they're sitting here at eight and nine, when they are six games back of Idaho Falls, which is crazy considering they're only seventeen games in. But they're having a lot better year than the other two Montana teams. Billings and Great Falls both struggling a little bit, mm. and so you know the O's. I mean, they're in the mix, and it'll be interesting to see. I'm excited to go to the game tonight. Uh, 
winning 13 of 15 at any point is incredible. Winning 13 of your first 15 right. is remarkable. You know who else won 13 of their first 15? The Mariners. Your 2019 Seattle Mariners. How's it going for them? Here's the problem. What are they now? I mean, 38 and 51. Well, it's actually nice of them because they're saving their fans the heartache that usually comes with mid-August. I think they were up seven games in the division. And they are now 17 and a half back. Whew. We have not hit the all-star break, boys and girls. Precipitous fall. I don't expect that from the Chuckers. The Chuckers have, uh, if you go through and just look, look, what do you do at Rookie A Baseball? When were you drafted? What round were you taken in? Free agent? Drafted? What round were... They have more high draft picks playing for Idaho Falls than than any of the other three teams in the North Division of the Pioneer League, and it's not close. And so I think that is certainly expressing itself as a matter of talent, uh, and and you see that. But like you said, I mean the the Osprey. Here's the here's the thing that's crazy is the Osprey have played the Chuckers I think more than anybody else now. Uh, with their sixth game against Idaho Falls tonight. And the other two teams, Great Falls, I don't believe they've played Idaho Falls yet. And if they have, that's only been that's only been three games. So Great Falls is the other team that's sort of been, you know, with, with Billings is way back. They've won two or three games on the season. But Great Falls has been there, uh, you know, at 500. But if you, if you say, well, Idaho Falls is, you know, the hands-down best team in the Pioneer League North, and one team's played them six times and the other team hadn't seen them yet, you know, let's wait till the dust settles and what the records will be. And you would you would you would anticipate that Missoula, you know, would start to 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 work their way into a clear second place spot. But again, when they played Great Falls, the you know the head to head, which is really what matters, uh, both of those series went to a third and and uh, uh, decisive rubber match game. Which, by the way, for what it's worth, is what's happening tonight in Missoula Fireworks Night with the Osprey. Uh, with Idaho Falls and uh, Missoula splitting the first two. So, you know, you get an opportunity to uh, to get a big home series win and head into a, a nice uh, 4th of July tomorrow. Osprey had a pretty horrific hitting slump across the team to start the year. I think they were only hitting 195 for the first eight or ten games of the mm-hmm. season. And then they had that big 17-hit game before they had their first off day. And the offense has been better since then. But only one guy hitting above 300, and that's Leovera Piguero. He's hitting 433, slugging 617, and has an on-base percentage of 469. The first two lead the team second. The OVP is second on the team. But he's 26 for 60 right now, which is pretty darn good. It's not as if this guy is just, you know, four for 10. He's, he's second on the team in the bats. So he's got 26 hits. Piguero, too, is a spectacular defensive shortstop. Mm-hmm. I mean, his his range uh, his reaction and his anticipation ha- has been outstanding and i've seen him make great plays going in both directions you know ranging even into the outfield to uh to make plays and stuff like that so he can go either way and and throwing across his body it's an awkward it's it's probably the most awkward throw that's consistently made in baseball is a hard hit ball up the middle that the shortstop gets and as they're heading basically to right field, if you're a right-handed thrower of the baseball, to twist your body basically 180 degrees so that you can whip your arm around as you're running sort of opposite the way you want to throw it and put it, you know, in the range at the first. You don't have to put it on a, on a dime. These first base. How good are these first basemen at just 
catching short hops, you know, coming in red hot and all that stuff. They're great at that. But uh, he's he can do all of those things, and it's it's fun to watch. And this is one thing I do like about rookie A baseball is because on the one hand, you see flashes of of true big league skill. And then on the other hand, you see inconsistency, which makes a five-run game not over. <laughs> it makes it very interesting. Who knows what could happen? And very often you see, you know, double-digit runs scored and stuff like that. And so you 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 you, uh, you get a lot of action, a lot of activity. Sometimes it goes against your team. Sometimes it goes for your team. Uh, but I think they're always really entertaining. So be with you. We'll go check this thing out tonight. There's a it's it's going to be interesting for Pergero because he's sort of in a logjam in the in the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks organization at shortstop, it, just just from judging guys that have come through already. I mean, Sergio Santos from two years ago, he was number four overall pick in the entire draft, and he was in Missoula for two weeks before he got moved up. And then last year, they had a couple late additions to the roster who were both high school draftees, Alec Thomas and Blaze Alexander, who you and I both watched them. They popped right away. You're like, bam, th- that's what that's what potential major league talent looks like. I mean, yeah. they, they're they're nasty good for being 18 years old. And they split time at shortstop last year. But Alec Thomas has exploded through the ranks, and now he's considered one of the top prospects in all of baseball. He will be uh, either a guy who is fast-tracked to the big leagues or a guy that's floated in a lot of trades because he's going to be a coveted prospect. He's only 19 years old, but he made the AAA Futures All-Star Game, which will take place this over the weekend. And that's a prestigious deal. I mean, when you're in that thing, especially when you're only 19 years old, you are among the top young players in all of baseball, even if you're not quite to the show yet. So it'll be interesting to see if Pagaro can, can get past some of those guys that are ahead of him. But uh, Diamondbacks doing a really good job of scouting and developing uh, shortstop prospects right now. No doubt. Uh, it is to tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. All right, Coulter. It's July the 3rd, which means tomorrow is the 4th. Independence Day. Good math. In the great United States of America. And uh, I got I got the 4th of July 3rd in my favorite national holidays ranking list. Uh, but I do like the 4th of July. And I'm wondering what you, what you like, what you don't like about the 4th of July. What's your favorite thing? What's your least favorite thing about the 4th? And then uh, also uh, I'm just going to admonish the people out there about, you know, Taking it easy, savoring the moment, because you don't know how long you're going to have things for. So I'm going to get into that here in a moment. But you go ahead, tell me, give me, give me your your Fourth of July sort of Nuwana's uh, perspective. Well, it just depends on if and when you invite me up to the cabin. First of all, you've been, you've been. You want to know something? I'm not even invited to the cabin. <sighs> we should just crash the party. Yes, go up there. We'll just say, hey, I know we don't know you, but we live here. <laughs> Who's up there? No idea. Okay. Well, let's go. Okay. Uh, I I love the 4th of July. Okay. I, I think it's probably my favorite holiday. Really? Yeah. Over Christmas. Oh, I hate Christmas. Thanks. I don't want to be that guy, but I just don't like Christmas. Well, you are that guy. Uh, it, I... It's too far down the rabbit don't hole, man. It. It's just don't do it. I there's, there's just bad, there's I, some yeah, bad personal memories associated with it. It was never a comfortable thing in my family, just because of my dad's background. And, and I, I do, I like the ritual of Christmas. I like the meaning of Christmas. I really enjoy going to church on Christmas. I just don't like the whole 
I would rather just get socks and underwear from my mom four times a year instead of just at Christmas. Well, yeah, I mean, then you get it three more times. Well, right, and that then you can just great. spread it out, and yeah. when you need it, and it's not this pressure, and it's not, you know, it's it's okay. it's, it's just okay. weird. I like so I like Thanks- Christmas. I like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving? Uh, but I like the summer holidays, man. Memorial Day, Labor Day, and and Fourth of July. I mean, the older you get, the more you appreciate things, and the older I get, the more I realize that. I mean, I'm a hardcore skier. But I worry about myself skiing more now as I get older mm. because, you know, just really sending it and wrecking it. It's not that good when you're in your 30s, you let alone when it. you're 40s. You know, I mean, you just got to send it. But like, I'm not going and dropping the Rosebud Cliffs up at Snowball anymore. I just mm-hmm. I'm just not, can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could. It's just a very high risk thing. It's just a bad idea. It's just a bad idea. And I mean, if I came if I was calling in here yeah, and saying, hey, ski, though. Oh, no, totally. Totally. What I'm getting at is that. The more and more older I get, the more I realize that I want to live in Montana for the summers more than anything else. The summers here are spectacular. I love the seasonal variability. I love the fall because of football and the pageantry that goes along with it. But the summer is where it's at for me, even despite the fact that I'm a, I'm sort of opposed to hot, super hot weather. I, I just I love the summer in Montana. I've really actually grown to like a lot of the different elements of it that I used to not like when I was young. I really love hiking now. I love just living downtown and walking by the river and just, you know, just enjoying what Missoula and what Montana has to offer. And so just the book ended Memorial Day and Labor Day with 4th of July in the middle. Those are probably my three, but I think 4th of July is my favorite. Mm. The other thing that I love about 4th of July is that my old man worked in the underground mines for years and years and years. He had an explosive license in multiple different oh, states, wow. at least Oregon, Idaho, Nevada, <laughs> and Alaska. See, now we're getting down to it. Don't tell me about so, the lakes and the rivers. Tell so, me about I mean, this dad. is this is sort of irresponsible, but my <laughs> uncle Danny and my dad could make Big I booms. mean, you can't even you cannot even imagine the size of the the bombs that these guys can make. <laughs> and so, you know, Going out to my uncle Danny's property, which uh, you know he's got a big plot of land mm. outside Coeur d'Alene, and and uh, you know making bombs that are so, so. And this is again, this is so irresponsible. I'm not condoning this for anybody except for people that have explosive licenses. But when the thing blows up so big, so loud that it knocks you off your chair when you're 200 yards away, that is as hard as you can laugh. <laughs> That's as hard as you can laugh. And uh, so, you know, just the firework displays and all that kind of stuff. And, and just, you know, the peak of summer. Yeah. All that stuff is great. Uh, I got uh, I got for the July 3rd because uh, I am a big Christmas guy and a big Thanksgiving guy, as you know. Uh, but I do love having a holiday right in the middle of the summer. I love being in Montana in the summer as well. And uh, and it gives you a, there's there's plenty of things to do. I am often up and around Flathead on this holiday, though I won't be this year. But I've you know there is the uh, you know going in and watching the fireworks up and over the the the, the bridge there, the south end of the lake, and so forth. That uh, has been fun, and I'll look forward to you know fireworks this year as well wherever we go. I don't do a lot of fireworks myself. I don't. I don't. I don't. I haven't had the the money or the desire to sit there and go, hey, I'm going to drop, you know, 500 bucks and spend three hours lighting, you know, punks and... Are you a pyro? I It's hard to know. Is anybody not a pyro? 
Like, well, who, but like some people are like pyromaniacs. Well, no, I mean, I, I guess I'm not. I, like I when you were I'm a kid, not. you weren't getting in trouble with fire? No, that was my dad's deal. Mm. Uh, when he was a kid, he, Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication. And one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter. And right now, they are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet voice and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, St. Ignatius, and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call, 866-541-5000, or find them online at goblackfoot.com. Had a number of incidents mm. that, that that went well beyond the bounds of where they should have gone mm-hmm. with fire. I uh, have never had one that I can think of. Now, I I love lighting a firework off as much as anybody. Sh- sitting there shooting off, you know, or, or, you know, bottle rockets or whatever it is. That's a great time. And I, I'm into it. And if they're available, I'm going to do it. But I'm not the one who's going... We got to go up to, you know, Joe's smoke ring and load up the truck. You know what I mean? That's not my deal. Uh, and so that's fine. I do like uh, I do like reflecting. I mean, the United States is, I should know this, right? But I don't. But I mean, a couple hundred plus years old, coming up to 300. And the history of the country and the 4th of July, the independence of it and the... Um, the independence of the American sort of spirit to an extent, I think, is something that that this holiday represents to me, which I like very much. I mean, I think that that is, is something that has brought us, it has been, it, like anything, it can be good and bad depending on how it's expressed or used or whatever. I think it's done, you know, it's, it's brought a lot of good things. And I like the fact that the United States is... Uh, you know, you look back and you go, you know what? You know, things weren't going well in England. And we said, no, 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 we're going to go over here. Now, I know that there's been plenty of, uh, you know, bad and horrific that have hap- that happened along those lines, especially going back. And so, look, I, I understand all of that. But any country that you look at, they got good and bad with it. It's just, it's just what it is. I mean, I don't know, maybe Switzerland. Switzerland? Oh, I mean, okay. We can't all go. Okay. We can't go too political. No, no, I'm not going political at all. I'm just saying that I am happy about you know the the the, the things that I like about the United States of America are the things that I try and focus on on the Fourth of July and the history that it has is is one that has obviously its ups and downs. There's been some really good things that the United States has done and represents. I think globally, a lot of the ideologies of freedom, of liberty, and those sorts of things, which I think are, are critical, fundamental uh, 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 principles of, of, of sort of existence, of human social existence. And so those sorts of things, uh, you know, make me, make me happy, and I like that part of this holiday. So I'm, I'm, I like the 4th of July. And 
I don't entirely know what I'm doing tomorrow. I know some of what I'm doing tomorrow, but I don't know all of it. And that I also like, the unknown, because you never know. I mean, maybe I'll light off more fireworks than anybody in, in, in Montana tomorrow. You never know how it's going to end up. Maybe I crash every party on the block and just bring my, my blowtorch along and just start going to work. At least it's not this, right, where they banned fireworks on the 3rd. Remember that a couple years ago where yeah. it was so dry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a disappointing 4th. You can't really move it up. It's called the 4th of July. Totally. Well, and that's, you know, blessing in disguise to have rain the last couple of days. Absolutely. Right? Sue Tell Nuwana is 1029 ESPN Radio. Okay, one last thing about the 4th of July, okay? Now, we know that one one good thing I think about the United States is that it uh, you don't have to have much of a reason to have a good party. In fact, all you really need is a text. But the 4th of July certainly is one of those times and places where folks can get together and enjoy themselves throughout the course of a warm summer afternoon and evening. Which makes what I'm about to tell you a very sad story indeed. A Jim Beam warehouse in Kentucky housing an aging, count them up, 45,000 barrels of bourbon caught fire, suspected by lightning, and has burned. 45,000 barrels gone. Uh, firefighters from four counties have responded to the blaze. How? It's not even the size of the fire. It's the importance of the fire. Everybody around is like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Can't happen. Bring in everybody. They're flying in, you know, uh, 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 firefighting, you know, slurry bombers to come and put this thing out. Just save two barrels. Whatever you got to do, find <laughs> a way. Anyhow, uh, the worry turns out is that the first of all the, the 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 bourbon is a total loss it's it's gone but the other issue they said is that uh and this is uh, uh this the company in a statement said um oh excuse me i think this is one of the state representatives uh uh the longer it burns the more the distilled spirits will burn with it so when they go to put it out, there will be less content because they're kind of letting this thing burn a little bit right now in order to burn off some of the alcohol so it doesn't seep down into the water supply. So it says the longer it burns, the more distilled spirits will burn with it. So they will go to put it out and there will be less contaminated runoff in the drinking water tributary. And I'm sitting here going, what's the issue? Let it seep in there as much as you can get. Put it out. Let it go in there. And then just let me go to my kitchen sink. You know? Save me some money on the 4th of July. <laughs> Love it. Don't let it burn. Anyway, uh, it's, a, it's a big concern. If you out there and you imbibe and you enjoy, you know, a toddy or two on the 4th, just drink it slow. Drink it responsible. You got plenty of time. You don't need to be crazy about it. And remember... That this stuff, you know, it takes time to get to you, takes time to build and to age, and now all of a sudden, just like this one lightning strike, and you're missing 45,000 barrels of it, so don't waste it, is what I'm saying. Don't be dumb about it. Be, you know, be smart and enjoy it. By the way, Coulter, if you're curious, do you know how many, uh, do, you, do you know what percentage of of the total uh, uh, bourbon amount 
for Jim Beam, just the company that this 45,000 barrels represents? I have no clue. I was going to ask you that. Take a guess. What percentage of the whole of aging bourbon does 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 this have? Well, 45,000 upon first impression sounds like a lot. Well, it sounds like a lot because it's a dagnap lot. It culture. is a lot. I mean, that's a, it is a lot. When How much think, is a barrel? Is it a hundred gallons? 50 gallons. When you think about a national company like Jim Beam. Sure. I mean, what liquor advertises on a higher level and is distributed at a higher level than Jim Beam? I mean, if you can afford, what's her name? Mina, Mila Kunis. Mina, How do you not Mila know her Kunis. name? She's the, one of the goats. She's one of the greatest of all time. No. You're crazy. You are blind. You are objectively Shh. blind. Oh, in any gosh. case, uh, I, well, okay, so let's say if it was 10%, that'd be 450,000 barrels, which they're making way more than that. So I'm saying that they make, I'm saying that Jim Beam makes no less than a million, but probably more like 5 million barrels of whiskey a year. So I'm saying, I don't know, a couple of percent. Two, one or 2%. 1%. Nice. Very well done, Colton Juanez. 1%. Uh, spokesperson for the uh, company said, uh, given the age of the lost whiskey, this fire will not impact the availability of Jim Beam for consumers. The relief comes at the end. So you, you build them up to climax. You think that everybody's in distress. Everybody's worried. Some, and then, no, it's going to be fine. It'll be there for you. Okay. Fourth of July. What a deal. 329-1899. Coulter had a bunch of uh, questions off the top about villains. He's got more questions about basketball for Wing It Wednesday. 329-1899. 329-1899. Give us a call to do a couple of trivia questions. Get yourself a basket of wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern. What a way to go into the Fourth of July weekend. We'll do it next. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Time to give away some wings. It is Tutel Nuanas. It is 1029 ESPN Radio. It is SWX Montana Television. And it is... The day before the 4th, happy to be with all of you. Hope you are having a fantastic day. Thanks for spending some of it with us on your hearing, listening, watching devices out there in the world. It's cool to be with you. We appreciate it. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris is celebrating their 30th birthday this month. That's right. They've been in business 30 years, and they're celebrating by, well, hooking you up. They're offering up to 30%, that's a lot, 
That's a whole lot. Off of MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of a new Polaris off-road vehicle, a Husqvarna or Beta dirt bike, or any Crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz in Missoula and Sealy all month long for Kurtz 30-year anniversary sale. It is time for a Wing It Wednesday. At 4, we go to the phones. The Regich Brothers RV phone line, and we welcome in Russ to the show. Russ, how are you? I'm good. How's it going? Doing excellent, Russ. You pumped up about the holiday? Do you have the day off tomorrow for crying out loud? Uh, no. We only get two days off at the garbage company, and tomorrow's not one. Tomorrow's not. You know, here's the thing. There's certain uh, industries that the 4th of July is not only not a holiday, it's like the it's go time. And yeah. uh, that's got to be one of them. And so yeah. thank you for being out there because, my goodness, do we ever need it for sure. So we appreciate you and the hard work that you're going to do, all right? Got you covered. Now, let us get you covered with some wings. Here's the deal. We got three questions for you. You get two of them right. You got yourself a basket of wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern. You get all three. You're going to get a shirt to go along with it if you need help. I am your lifeline on this deal, okay? Okay. Boy, some chicken wings would really hit the spot. Tell me likey. Tell me want wingy. All right, Russ. Here we go. Question number one. Coulter, let her rip. What do we got? All right, Russ. Number one. Last season in the NBA, there were 22 games of 50 points or more by an individual. Three of the last four 50-point games of last NBA season were by members of the Phoenix Suns. Give me one of the two Phoenix Suns that scored 50 points in a single game last season. Uh, Devin Booker. <laughs> gotta be. There's one. Gotta be. That's it, right? He's got it. Just one? Yeah, all said, I needed was one. You said it. You said it. Yeah. I seen <laughs> one out of two. <laughs> Who's the other one, Coulter? Who do you know? Well, I don't think it's DeAndre Ayton. The last 50-point game of the regular season, Jamal Crawford. Oh, oh, Jamal, because he did it against the Dallas Mavericks. In uh, in the swan song, right, of Dirk Nowitzki, isn't that when it happened? Anyway, I got to look back up. But Jamal Crawford going for 50. Old old man River, the NBA. That's right. That All right. Great. You got uh, you got one for one. You got two left. You got one lifeline. What Detroit Pistons power forward had the first 50-point game of the NBA season? Lifeline. We're lifeline in that. Okay. I don't know any of the Piston guys. Okay. Uh, I would say uh, Blake Griffin, probably. I mean, if you're talking about power forwards in Detroit, that's who I'm thinking of. I mean, I don't think Andre Drummond is going for 50. I could be wrong, but, I mean, I would go with Blake Griffin on that one uh, with, I don't know, something like 70% credence, something like that. I'm good with that. Blake Griffin is the answer. Yeah, there we go. Big boy Griffin, that's wings in the bag, buddy. Wings in the bag. So you got no lifeline, but you got a chance for the shirt. Number three, what Charlotte former Charlotte Hornets guard was the only player other than James Harden to score 60 points in a game last season? Uh, He's now a Boston Celtic. We can start there. That was my text going off. I'm not searching. Oh, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. God, I just heard his name the other day. Um, last name Ward? No. <laughs> Pass, I don't have it. I don't I don't know this so one. It's okay. If his first name was Johnny, would you know his last name? 
since we've been talking about bourbon and spirits and so forth? Um, is that too weird to that's ask? That's a him? weird is, hit. Is that Johnny Walker? We don't do it. Uh, hey, here's the deal, Russ. You got yourself the wings for crying out loud. That's what you came to the game to get. And and plus, you're a very popular guy. I mean, you're blowing up left and right here, so that's fantastic, too. Give your information <laughs> yeah. to Reese in the back, my man. We're going to get you the wings for the Desperado, all right? Thanks, guys. You got it. You know, I'm trying to help my guy out, and then I just realize, like, as I'm trying to get him to Walker, and, come, and it's just not really there for him. Kemba Walker, yeah, the correct answer. Kemba Walker is the correct answer. Okay, very good. Uh, you wanted what? Well, oh, you wanted to talk about? Well, let's do it. Let's take a break. We'll take a break, <laughs> and we'll do a riveting segment on television channels next. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Got to have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You got to get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana. Through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, more than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. To another 4th of July, at least almost. I consider it the 4th of July in terms of celebrating the event, the Independence Day and all that, right now. It is to tell Nuanas. It is 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana, television as well. YouTube, if you want to find us there, online, through the stream. Thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you missed anything in the show, check it out on the podcast. The podcast available on the TuneIn Radio app and on iTunes and on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the podcast is there thanks to the Wingate by Wyndham Hotels. And we are broadcasting live from the Curse Polaris Studios. July is Curse Polaris 30th birthday. That's right, 30 years they've been in business and they're celebrating by offering up to 30%, really 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories for the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle, Husqvarna and Beta dirt bikes, or any Crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris in Missoula and Sealy all month for Kurtz Polaris 30th anniversary sale. Uh, Coulter, uh, as we wrap things up here, you said uh, this was a significant piece of news. I am not so sure, so I would like you to explain to me why. Uh, the migration of the Pluto television channels that are dedicated to the Big Sky Conference, have left the 200 block and gone up to the 500 block on Pluto TV. Uh, people, I think they're, if people don't know what Pluto TV is, like they know that you can go online maybe and watch Pluto TV and so forth. They're like, this seems like such a, I don't know, uh, like like the 12th, 
you know, thing that you could find to put your TV on. But here's what people need to understand. If you've purchased a television in the last three years, Pluto TV exists on your television. It's just there as a feature of it. And so you don't have to subscribe to anything. You don't have to have, you know, any of the of the networks or you don't have to anything at all. It's in the television itself as it is. And that is sort of the, I think, the niche that Pluto has tried to carve out in addition to being free, in addition to being on the Internet and having the app and stuff. That's kind of the what makes it uh, different and, and quote-unquote better from, or at least certainly more available than many of these other, uh, you know, formats that you get. So that's the point of Pluto Television as such. You and I have talked about Pluto Television quite a lot as it pertains to the Big Sky Conference, and it is an interesting and valid conversation to have for sure for a number of different reasons. But go ahead. You talk to me, Coulter. How about you, Mark? Have you read The Tipping Point No, by Malcolm Gladwell? I feel like I have because you've talked to me so much. And Malcolm Gladwell is... He's, he is the man. He's right? a great, great thinker. He's, great modern-day thinker. He's got it going on. Uh, we've reached this point where almost every innovation in technology is already past the tipping point, so we don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, like when, when we went from antenna to get your TV signal to a cable, everybody knew, man, I'm getting cable. There's a mm-hmm. cable that runs into my house that delivers me multiple channels. That was crazy. Then when a satellite dish was invented... Now I have a satellite dish on my house. Yeah. And that people take for granted because it's all wireless. Right. So you don't know where your TV's coming from. But there's a distinct difference between your TV coming from a dish like you have. Right. A cable, like a lot of people have. Yeah. And streaming. Yeah. Streaming is now the newest advent of what used to be cable, of, of the ability to watch non-network television. There's multiple streaming platforms, Hulu, Netflix, Sling, well, Pluto is a free streaming platform. So for the big sky to get in on Pluto TV is actually a big deal. Because, like you said, it comes just as a default app on smart TVs. Mm-hmm. And it's also free. Which It's Hulu also free. And YouTube and all the other right. streaming applications, at least in their premium form, are not free. Totally. And Pluto TV and the big sky governments have taken just a crazy amount of heat since getting the games on Pluto. Because there's no real... TiVo or DVR ability. The stream quality is just so all over the board. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's just the worst. Like when the Grizz played at Cal Poly last year, they literally showed the back of a, of a fan's head while they blew bubbles for the entire third quarter. That's just bad. It's bad. It's bad marketing. It's bad for the, the league in general. The quality of the stream, the way that it, it hits, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not at, great. It's at times strobes in and out or is, un, is unclear, very choppy. Or it can be really good, depending. But because of the way Pluto TV is structured and the way streaming TV works, there's a larger broadband and a larger ability to stream for more users off of one stream, the higher channels. Mm. So that's why this is a news of consequence. The big sky going from the 200 channels to the 500 channels, it's because they want more people to be able to watch it. I think what really the case is, I think that we kind of live in the echo chamber of Pluto TV because I really don't think that there's massive amounts of people in San Luis Obispo, California, or Salt Lake City, Utah, or Portland, Oregon that are screaming, why is this stream so bad? Mm -hmm. If they're the type of people that want to watch Portland State or Sacramento State or Cal Poly or Weber State, they're probably just like, thank God that's on TV. Whereas in Montana, 
we get great game production when it's on SWX. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to be right there. It's live TV. Bam, you got all your, your friends and neighbors, Sean Rainey on the telly calling the game. And so I think then when it goes to the away game at Cal Poly, the away game at Western Illinois, and it's just amateur hour, that people just get furious. But what I, this indicates yeah. to me more than anything is that they just want, you know, because when, when the Grizz are on the road, say the Grizz play at Cal Poly or Sac State, it's not a game where a lot of fans are going to go to that game. There's there's thousands and thousands, if not tens of thousands of people that want to watch that game. And if it's only on Pluto TV and you have a 200 channel that doesn't have the broadband and then you have an amateur crew that's producing it, it's going to be a disaster. So hopefully even just letting the broadband be expanded a little bit will help the bro- the quality of the broadcast. No question. Here's the issue. Here, here, here's a couple of things to consider for me. First of all, for Montana, Montana State, it's written into the contract with Pluto that Pluto has one game of year for both of the schools that is only on Pluto television. Right. So now you're dri- it's not it's not merely nice to have it available but now you're driving people and this is how it is how you're required to watch it if you're going to watch it. So if that's going to happen then it has to be available to a large number of people which it is in one form or another but it also has to be of a certain quality that it sometimes has been and sometimes has not been. The other thing though I think is the perception of it. The presumption is is that well because it's not in Missoula or in Bozeman that it's and and because the production value at times has been bad that the that having it on a stream is a very second rate if not third rate option to having it on your actual normal television whether that is a satellite or cable provider or even just over the air television because that is considered to be sort of the premium way to watch. And I think a lot of people still deal with the fact that, you know, look, the fact of the matter is HG te- HD television through, uh, 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 you know, proper, um, you know, uh, uh, subscriber TV, both in terms of the quality of it and the size of it when you put it on your actual television is generally better than the stream. But guess what? Any YouTube video now that you want is equal to any HD broadcast that you're going to get on a television. So it's more when the stream is running. But the point is, like you said, streaming is is actually the next progression beyond subscription television. And that is why subscription television has taken a big hit, you know, in the last five years, losing tens to hundreds of thousands of subscribers quarterly because people are like, well, I don't need all of this. I only watch, a, you know, 7% of the channels that I actually have. Why would I pay for these channels? I can get it much cheaper, whatever. And and also the next generation just is maybe more savvy about it. I mean, I was talking to a guy yesterday about how he gets his television, and he's got some miraculous things worked out on how he could get TV for a very small amount of money that is gets him everything that he wants to get and then some. And so, uh, you know, there's there are all these different ways of navigation, and it's also the proliferation of, of the platforms from Pluto to Hulu to YouTube to any one of these many, 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 and we don't even know how many, you know, Internet uh, places that are like, we're going to deliver this to the people in this way and so right now it's kind of the wild west but i think ultimately you do need to be in a streaming platform of some sort and for now i think pluto has a lot of work to do but i also think that they have they have gotten themselves into some places that 
you know, have proven that they are a viable option amongst these. And again, you don't have to pay for it, which is, you know, I think a lot of people care about, although I know there's a lot of people who's like, I would love to pay for it if I didn't have to look at a bubble blowing fan for 15 minutes of this football game. No doubt. So you got to get it right. I mean, you have to get it right. But that has nothing to do with Pluto. That has to do with the production team that's there, which is Pluto's, but it's not the streaming service itself. It is the team that's actually putting on the telecast. They, they have to be good, too. And you know what? The more places and videos and live streaming things that there are start to dilute the talent pool a little bit, and that includes from broadcasters to... The the, 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 the the general managers, the production people, and the camera people. I mean, for crying out loud, Coulter, you and I got a state television show. Clearly, there is a dearth of talent out there in the world <laughs> that would allow us this this the, these seats, you know? <laughs> I don't know about that. The week almost over. Tease for next week. couple different okay. things. You got Jim O'Day, athletic director yes. for the University of Montana. It'll be our... Uh, ESPN Roundtable, I just former University of Montana Athletic Director, mm-hmm. our ESPN Roundtable next week. Uh, might have to replay a couple of the other ones from throughout the uh, year so far because we've had some really good ones, including some yep. uh, really cool uh, former Grizz and Bobcat guys. I thought yep. some of our former Bobcat ones with you know Mike Person and J.P. Flynn, those are great. Um, so maybe we'll replay some of those to keep your summer fresh too. Uh, but also... Spent uh, my morning working on my old Big Sky preseason Uh-oh. teams, which I go. love doing that stuff. And uh, can't wait to roll that out on the show next week, leading up to the Big Sky kickoff. Also, stay tuned. We'll have remote dates for you guys. We're going to be broadcasting from Spokane from the Big Sky kickoff July 15th. And then we have remotes eight weeks in a row yeah, as we, we give it. away tickets to the Grizz at Oregon game. Yeah, next week we're going to lay this all out for you because we got, we're got we excited about this whole thing that's coming up. The so listen to ESPN, listen to those promos, and go hit up those bars over the weekend. There's registration boxes at nine different places around Missoula. I won't bore you with the names right now, but go hit up those bars. Boys and girls, have a great weekend. Coulter and I are out tomorrow on Friday. We'll be back with you Monday. Enjoy Osprey baseball. Happy 4th of July. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.